invite Timothy to go ahead and come. Yeah, we just got back from youth camp. And, uh, we had a great time. I was there Thursday and I went on about Thursday and then Thursday night and Friday morning. And uh, so we're getting this morning get to share, uh, get to hear a little bit about youth camp, what's going on. And so Timothy, I'm going to hand it off to you, bro. Welcome. Um, are you arrested? No. All right. Well, uh, sorry. All right. Do your thing, man. Uh, hey, how are you doing? So we took a bunch of, raise your hand if you went. So there's some of the folks that we took with us. Are you all rested? Ah. Um, took them up to camp, which we've been doing since when it started and has been going on for ever, apparently. I mean, Sherry, you went to this camp, right, back in the day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Sherry Maddock, who I found out, you used to be Sherry Espy, is that right? Okay, from Marietta, I grew up going to this camp as well. My dad went to this camp. Keith, you went to this camp too back in the day, right? That's, it's awesome. Right, wait, uh, if you're an adult and you went to this camp at some point in your life, raise your hand. Wow. Yo, look at that. That is awesome. But it's so scary, you went. <laughs> no, I mean like as a camper. You didn't go as a camper? No. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you all, you're a camper at heart, my man. I hear you. Um, so, hey, before, so what we're going to do is we're going to have some students share some testimonies. Um, but first, we have a video that sort of recaps what we did. So you can watch this video. Go ahead.
take a second. We're going to have kind of an extra 45 seconds here of video because there was something that, uh, so the Vint, we call them the Vinterns. There are interns this summer. Raise your hand if you're a Vintern.
Yeah, let me tell you, it's not comfortable. Some of those kids get really sling and glow sticks. Um, so anyway, so yeah, we have blast, um, and I think we're going to get some students to share what kind of blast they have. So if you want to share a moment from camp with everybody here, I want you to go ahead and come up. Doesn't matter if you talk to me or not. You go ahead and come up. Come on, if you're a student, go ahead and come up. Come on. You don't have to have talked to me if you just want to share something. Where are the guys? If you're a leader, you can come up. Come on, guys.
a girl, and I was like, okay, you may not be correct, but I'll try. And so I went to her, and she's like, somebody told me that five minutes ago, like the, the exact same thing to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, this is awesome, because I've never, like, I've, God's always been talking to me, but I had my ears were attuned to hear him, and then I could hear him, and that was awesome. This is like this really short version of everything that happened. <laughs> I'm Alexis Birkin. Hey, Alexis Birkin. Hey. Um, and there were actually two like major points of the week, but one of them was I was just worshiping. You know how you worship, you know, you kind of keep to yourself and you're just like, all right. But uh, I heard God speak to me, and He was like, "How is that worshiping you? Like, how is standing right there, with just your hands right here? How is that worshiping you?" So. God is 
words lovely and sweet spoke to me. And I was like, okay, lovely and sweet. So that night, I was worshiping, and I was just like, like, I just felt the Holy Spirit in me. And like, I just, he overwhelmed my body. And so it was him saying, you are lovely, you are sweet, you are beautiful, like all of these things. And then I would calm down. And Satan would be like, no one wants you, no one cares about you. No one loves you, like, you're just worthless. And then God would, like, it was a fight. Like, God would overpower that. And in the end, God won. Okay, God is really fighting for me. He is really, like, my, like, I really need to put my identity in him. And so that week, like, this week, I didn't fully surrender. I was like, okay, I know I need to, but... Actually, this morning, I was like, okay, I really, really, really need to surrender. So I went in my room, shut all my lights off, and held out my hands, and I just prayed. I was like, God, I know I need you. I know this one key, my identity, I need it all in you. And so I literally held out my hand and held my key and dropped it into God's hands. And so I feel like this whole like weight lifted off my shoulders.
same thing as Trevor. I wasn't expecting anything really. I was just gonna go and then have fun, you know, maybe encounter God there. But really, uh, I got a lot more. So Tuesday night, I was uh, during worship. I got prayed for by Scott Woodford, and he uh, he was just saying God was telling him have peace and just be here. That's what Timothy said one day. Timothy and uh, David Scott and Tim was kind of like I kind of told him about it and he was like I, I want to pray for your, for your body but he said God is telling me that he wants to heal you through your heart first and I was kind of like okay <laughs> and so they prayed for me
so there was a little bit of openness that I had like I could date some people um, and that was like the breaking point that was like that was it and so all after that all I needed was prayer for my body and so it kind of went heart unforgiveness and then body um, and so
to partner with them, to love them, to be with them, to throw parties that they think are fun, to provide worship experiences that are powerful, to speak words that activate spiritual gifts, right? To love and stand beside. Like, I'm going to embarrass some of our interns real quick. Um, so like interns who have been doing a great job were not always super pumped about stuff like this. Like, I remember watching a girl who was so angry to be at camp for a couple of years. Like I saw her, and so if you're standing there, there's a row, like, kind of over there. She was just, like, so visibly angry to be there. And I was like, man, God, I know you have plans for that girl. Let's, let's, let's be with her. And Harvest and I, like, she was just kind of like a mini member of our family for a while. And now she's an intern. That's Aaron Stiff right over there. Hey, Aaron. How are you? Um, or, like, we had a guy who, who had, like, a rough senior year of high school and then came to camp and had an awesome time that really set him up for some new stuff. And then he had a rough first semester of college. And now, and, and then we just kind of partnered with, like, I just kind of was like, all right, like, you're my guy, and, and I'm going to be with you. And now Connor's an intern. He's crushing it, right? Like, and, and, and that's kind of the story for all of them, right? Like, I remember uh, my, the first summer I was here and took kids to camp. One girl was like, I don't know if I want to go to camp. I think I want to go to the lake with my friends. And then she walked up to me, weeping her eyes out because she felt like she missed out. And now, like, and I was like, all right, I'm never going to let this girl miss out again. I'm not going to be afraid to go, hey, you need to do this. And I asked her to be an intern this summer. And she was like, well, I don't know. I was like, no, just do it. And now she's an intern. So Avery, where is, is Avery over there? Avery's an intern, and she's crushing it, right? And the same for all of them. Like, Cole, like, he said he just wanted to help out with camp. And I was like, what if you were an intern? And he was like, let's do it. Let's go for it. So we have, like, responsibilities to see past kids' situations. Like, one of the things that really makes me so mad is when people go, oh, yeah, you should take them. They probably need this. Because what I hear is that kid is a project that needs to be fixed, and camp is probably the best thing to fix them. And it makes me mad because kids aren't projects. Like, no matter how jacked up or messed up or whatever's going on, they're not projects to be fixed. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that right now. They are gifts of God. They are image bearers of God, and they need to be loved. Right? And so, like, like that's why I love being around them. Like, I didn't... Like, I'm not the, I'm not, you can ask Steve, like, he asked me to do this job, and I was like, no, I don't, don't want to. And then, like, eight months later, I was like, all right, I'll do it. And it's, like, the greatest thing in the world. Like, it really, really is, because I feel like I get to touch the future every single day. And, like, we have a responsibility, guys. Like, we have a responsibility to, in some ways, shape vintage and shape our lives around promoting these students so that they can be the best that God is calling them to be. Like, they don't need to be an afterthought. They don't need to be a once-a-year thought. They don't need to be a, okay, let's take them to soccer or cheerleading or football or play or dance or voice lessons or whatever, and then that's the maximum input into their life. No, they need to be safe. We need to think of them as people that we are developing consistently and constantly because they're the best of what we got. And so I think we have a responsibility to do that. And I think part of that responsibility comes, like, individually with us saying, like, if I, if I were to take, so, Elena Fortier, stand up. All right. Raise your hand if you're a woman over 18. Okay, way to go. Good job. Y'all are crushing it. So, if I were to take Elena Fortier and say, all right, Elena, you have all these spiritual aunts and moms and sisters in this room. Um, you can sit down now, Elena. You, you know who she is. If I were to sit, send Elena and say, all right, these are people you should be able to learn from and follow their example, would you be cool with Elena learning from your life? 
Like the way you pursue God, the way you treat your family, the way that you treat your friends, the way you do your work, the way that you honor God and all that you do. Would you be cool with Elena seeing all of that and being just like you are? Because if we're not, then we need to fix it. Because we want the best part, we want our ceiling, the maximum point of our life, to be the point they get to stand on from the beginning, right? Like we believe in generational investment, meaning that we increase, we don't decrease. Right? Like the stuff that we do, we want to give to them so that they don't have to go through the same stuff over and over again in the cycle. We want to give it to them so that they start with a loaded hand. They start ready to go. They start with a stacked team, and they can increase what we've already given them, like, like one of the lot, you know, like you always hear this, oh, if I could be half the man or half the person this person is, then I'll be okay. And that's a nice little sentiment, but we don't want them to think that. We want them to say, I have a responsibility to be twice the people that the people around me were. Because then they'll reach twice the people. They'll have twice the influence. They'll do twice the good. They'll bear twice the fruit. And if that keeps going, well, then we've got a force that just can't stop. And we have a responsibility to do that. We do. And so stand up if you are about, like if you graduated this year or you're about to go into middle school, stand up. So like if you graduated this past year or you're in high school or you're in middle school, go ahead and stand up. So if you're high school or middle school, then stand up right now. Yeah, go ahead. You can actually stand up, Cameron. It's fine. So stand up. Stand up. Am I missing anybody? Anybody not get the cue? All right, so these people right here, you have a responsibility to like, you can look at them. If you want to see what the future looks like, this is it right here. And we have a responsibility towards them to be all that we can be so that we can give them everything we have. So if you want to see what, it, what the next 20, 25, 30 years is going to look like, you're looking at it right now. And I'm going to go and tell you, I love it. Because every single one of these kids are awesome. They're awesome. Some of our campers and our regular ministry team. 
So if you want prayer, this is what this is what this time is. If you just feel like you need to take a step of response, that you want somebody to pray for you about, this is that time right here. Um, so we have Barry and Kathy over here, and the wonderful Andersons over here ready to pray for you. We have some of our folks. So if you heard any testimony that they shared, and you're like, man, I want some of that. So spiritual gifts being activated, identity being restored, encounter with God, all that stuff, come up and get prayer. Or if you just want anything else, just come up and get some prayer. All right? Um, it's a little late, so you can officially go right now if you need to. Uh, but if you want to get prayer, they're going to go ahead and do this. And then Harvest will close, so Steve's got something to say, too. Just real quick. So uh, Drake Henderson right here is leaving very soon to go into the Marines. So we're going to take some time to pray this morning. We're actually going to go uh, up here with the Andersons at Taylor Pool. We can just pray for him right here, okay? So if that's something you want to come around and pray for him about, we'd love to uh, for you to come be a part of that prayer. And uh, Drake Henderson, our neighbor, a good friend. So, Drake, would you go ahead and come forward? You respond to the Lord leads this morning. There are lots of things that God's been doing, lots of things we're praying into. We want to see God do those things, okay? So respond as the Lord leads this morning. Thank you. 